show starts in five, four, three. And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean, the Zennial, as it says here. I'm Brian, Gen X. And I am Nick, return of the millennial. I am back. Bum, 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 and if bum, bum, bum. this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome aboard. I uh, hope you stick around. Uh, we can be found on Facebook and YouTube by searching for Convincing Idiots. Uh, we're on Instagram at Convincing underscore Idiots. On Twitter at Convincing Idiot, singular. Uh, we can also be reached uh, via email. That's at ConvincingIdiots at gmail.com. Almost forgot. We're also on TikTok at Convincing Idiots. Uh, hmm. And we're available on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, so just go ahead and ask your home assistant device to play the Convincing Idiots podcast, and they will do exactly that. Also, if you would like a nice, neat, quick summary of all of those places that we are available, we have a link tree. So if you Google Convincing Idiots link tree, that's L I N K. T-R-E-E, right there, that page will link you to every single one of our social media platforms, uh, as well as where the podcast can be found and our email. All that stuff is nice, neat, and tidy in a, with a bow on top and a nice little gift for you right there. So we are three friends from three different generations uh, talking about all things pop and nerd culture and whatever the hell else we feel like, really. Um, so uh, the, the three amigos are back together again. I missed you guys very much last week. Um, I, was, uh, I was down and out with my second COVID shot, and I was feeling pretty, uh, pretty good about the second one after my first one because I really didn't feel any effects from the first one, but the second one really kicked my ass. It's uh, definitely, I had the, all the things that people warned me about. It started with the, the throbbing arm, very sore arm. Uh, from there, it went to the, just being really tired and sleepy, overall fatigue, which later turned into aches and pains and chills and the whole thing. Didn't sleep well, felt like shit the next day, but the nice thing is 24 hours. I was good as brand new. So I got all the 5g all the way in me and my Wi-Fi signal has never been better in my house. So everything is coming up roses. So, um, with that being said and where I was last week, Brian, how are you this week? I am doing well. Thank you. I had a, uh, Great weekend. My first cousin, Adam uh, Detra, re, uh, uh, reunited his uh, vows with his uh, beautiful new bride, uh, Jess. They got married actually last year. I had to postpone the ceremony to this year to bring in uh, family. So it was a very uh, nice venue down in Columbus. The View, give them a shout out. I think it's just for rentals and all of that, but just a very cool kind of, you know, Barney, you know, I said Barney. That's kind of a bad, you know, this barn-like with you know with wood and the so no purple dinosaurs were there at all. Yeah, not Barney. I yeah, thought, I thought okay. maybe Barney Rubble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Fife. I, I was over the between could be. the two. Yeah, it could be. That, that was a shows, terrible term. <laughs> there's a great display of the age differences on the show. <laughs> yeah, right there. Barney the dinosaur. <laughs> Barney Rubble. <laughs> it was a beautiful ceremony. Got to see some family I haven't seen quite a while. Uh, my uncle and aunt lived in Worcester. They retired down to South Carolina last year, so it was nice to get the family together. Mom went down. Allie went down with me. Spent the night 
great time. And in uh, my his older brother, my other cousin, Scott Dutra, uh, actually listens to the show every so often, as is Adam. Uh-huh. And uh, Scott would like to be a guest on the show. He asked about that. So, and he is his knowledge of uh, superhero and you know culture and nerd culture is pretty impressive as well. So, okay. uh, matter of fact, we did a little debate in the after party, and uh, to Dean's benefit, uh, he could not understand how Martian Manhunter could defeat Superman, and his knowledge of that was. It sounds like your cousin good. is a brilliant goddamn <laughs> <Yes>. man. <laughs> yes, and he's also a fellow millennial. Oh, okay. Uh, Nick, so... All righty. Yes, absolutely. So I told him we'll certainly arrange that sometime. So, Scott, if you're Let's listening, yeah. Look forward we'll to arrange it, yeah. it soon. And uh, Adam, if you're listening as well, congratulations again. Very happy for you. And uh, Jess, you guys make a great couple. And uh, that's it. My mom's birthday was this past weekend as well. Uh, Mom turned 76. Ah, and, happy uh, birthday. Yes, happy thank birthday. you. Did a little celebration at the house on Sunday with uh, Mom, Peyton, and Allie, and Allie's daughter, Marlo. So it was a nice, really nice family quality time weekend. So Nice. Dean, Dean how about you? How are you? You better today? You were a little... I yeah. blacked out Thursday from drinking, and I just woke up yep. uh, about an hour ago. Awesome. Uh, no, awesome. No, uh, no, I had a good weekend. <laughs> I, hear, I hear stories that I had a good weekend. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fine. I uh, didn't do much. Just kind of hung out, relaxed. Um, given the age, uh, what Nick was talking about, it tells our, our different ages and whatnot, because I woke up, um, one of the days, it doesn't matter which one, but I woke up and I pulled a muscle in, in between my shoulder blades sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yep. know how that happens, but it does now. Mm-hmm. You're yep. a violent sleeper. I guess. I, I, I think I mosh when, when I sleep. I, I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, Knowing other you, than that, uh, that makes sense. Well, I like to mosh wherever I'm at, really. <laughs> well, you guys went out. Grandma's uh, funeral was awkward. Yes, I bet. Not many moshing happening at Grandma's mm-hmm. funeral, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, Nick and I uh, uh, met up, uh, what was it, Friday night? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, we got to live, laugh, and love, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. We're all vaccinated, Loudly. so we were ki- yes. kissing a lot and you know, That's whatnot. Cool. That was yeah. fun. That's cool. Yeah. If you ever, Brian, if you haven't played uh, uh, catch uh, with your buddy when you like one of you spits into the air and the other one catches you in their mm-hmm. mouth, it's a really good, it's really, it's harder than you mm-hmm. think. It, it mm-hmm. is. It's, it's definitely a lot of fun. Yep. It can be, it yeah, can be messy, but it. it's a good time. And yeah. really, there's no, there's no losers. No. Mm-hmm. We're all winners in that one. That's right. Okay. I've got a real quick one, guys. I have a problem. Uh, like tonight, mm-hmm. my my nine year old son gets out of the shower and you know dries off, brushes teeth, and I go in after him, and the floor is soaked. Mm-hmm. I mean, by nine, shouldn't you understand and know how to dry yourself up off properly without getting the uh, floor just emancipated or just. I was so annoyed. I, I I was just very frustrated. There's just hey, water probably, everywhere. It, I mean, the, the 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 floor. I walked in. It looked like the stage of a strip club when the stripper goes into labor. It was awful. He. I'm guessing he does what my kids do. And even though I've I've told them the trick, little mm-hmm. secret, little little life hack for you. 
you stand still in the tub and dry yourself off Correct. as you're dripping water. That that you is dry how you your do legs it. and you dry everything. Mm -hmm. And then when you are toweled off, you step on the you step tiny little in front of you. Side, yes. Yeah. But they just want to like sop and wet, just stand there and dry nothing and just shiver and just drip all I'm, over everything. I don't actually, understand. I'm almost positive he he shakes off wildly like like the dog used to. Yeah. <laughs> Very Beethoven-esque. Yes. It's drool and water and things just going everywhere. It was awful. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that wasn't part of the weekend. I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, it kind of grind my gears, annoyed me a little bit. So, anyways. I'm <laughs> yeah, good. Some, kids, some kids don't quite grasp, too, that turn the water off before you open the shower curtain or door. That also can help. I sure hope that's well. not. I, I'll have to ask because I sure hope that isn't uh, the case there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fuck you, Dad. That's your problem. <laughs> Turn off the water. Other than that, uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, we record on Tuesdays. I don't know if everybody knows that, but uh, Tuesday also used to be the day that my son and I would go see movies. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, five dollar movies down at the local theater, and uh, the movie theater just opened back up. So uh, we did that today, uh, even though we saw. Uh, Mortal Kombat uh, on the on the TV, we still went to see it on the big screen just for the experience. We got the popcorn and the raisinets and the whole deal, and felt good to be back. Nice. Is uh, is raisinets your go to for the? For, is that the the movie candy of choice? Yep. Or is that is. what he likes? Okay. Uh, that's mine. His is Twizzlers. Okay. I'm Unless a sour patch I... guy myself. That's always my go to. They it's it's rare to find them, and I'll I'll fucking sneak move. Uh, Candy into a theater. I don't give a shit. I'm a rebel. That's what I do. Um, but I go for a, a good old-fashioned muddy bear. I don't know if you're familiar with the muddy bear. It is a chocolate-covered gummy bear. Hmm. And if oh. you haven't had this, if you haven't had this uh, delightful treat, uh, your life sucks, and you need to change this. That sounds weird to me. Oh, it's I mean, so I'm, amazing. I'm familiar. I've heard, but like, I don't, I don't know that I've ever eaten one. It's not that I wouldn't try it. As you know me, I'll try anything. But oh, I know. I don't know that I've had that before. It sounds weird to put chocolate and gummy together. To, we need to get this fixed, Nick. Uh, there's so many things I need to put in your mouth. I know. It's just That's true. Yeah. Well, we're all, we're vaccinated, so you know, yeah. let the games begin. Brian, what things do you like to put in your mouth at the movie theater? What's your go-to <laughs> candy? I like the popcorn. And then I'll typically get the... It's very old-fashioned of you. <laughs> yeah. No, he only likes it because he cuts yeah. the hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> That's only when I'm with you at the theater. That's right. Yeah. i got to request that shit. Yeah, no, candy-wise at the movies, I like the uh, mini Butterfingers, the Butterfinger Bites. Mm, those oh, okay. are good. Yeah. I like those. I do like Raisinets as well. And... Uh, um. Yeah, that's typically my, my, my main two right there I'll pick up. I occasionally like the Reese's Pieces, too. I, like I don't the Reese's normally, Pieces. Well, I normally actually, don't yeah. eat them. Yeah. I think Reese's Pieces might be the uh, movie theater might be the only place I eat those. Really? Yeah. I had some last night. Hmm. Uh, Robin always eats snow caps and uh, popcorn together, and that's really good. Like the chip sweet and, and salty, yeah. the chocolate, and the... It was something uh -huh. I never tried before, uh, you know, we were dating, but she had me try it. It, was, it's, it is delicious. I love it. I thought about that uh, while I was at the theater, so I, I got some uh, raisinets, and I got yeah. some popcorn, mixed them up there. It's pretty good. It, it worked. Nice. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. uh, Brian, I know you and I recently spoke of, you know, 
when we'll be going back to movie theaters. I think it was one of the episodes when Dean was out with his one of his uh, jabs there. Uh, but we were talking, and I think I'd mentioned that uh, I was looking for. I didn't know. We didn't really know at that time what what the timeline looked like for getting back to the theater, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, you know, I'm a big fan of Venom, and the second one coming out that was a good target for me. So that's good segue into the the trailer for that came out. Uh, Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage. Did you guys watch that trailer? Did you see it? Any thoughts? Anything like that? Did you? It looked so good. I I've decided to uh, watch the first one. <laughs> yeah, is that what uh, prompted you to borrow my my uh, that is, copy? That of is that? correct. That okay. is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, did you watch lame. it? You thought it looked lame. Really? I, did you like Did you like the uh, the first one? I still have not even watched it. Oh, really? Nothing against Tom Hardy. I like Tom Hardy. It's just I the Sony properties. I just let them go, man. That's 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 my that's my opinion. Let Sony let it all go. Give it all back to Marvel. Let them do it. Make money off it, but let them control it. I don't know. I saw when I saw the 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 the, the pre when he walked into the convenience store and the costume was talking. Oh yeah, know, that was a little yeah. weird to the to the woman at the over the, the counter. Store owner, yeah. I'm kind of like, no. Well, no. also, I mean, if you go through the rest of that scene, she can't hear him. Okay, right. I guess she because right. because he threatens to eat her, and then all she hears is Tom Hardy yeah, say, you're, you're "No, not you're not going to eat her." And you're she right. was very confused right. by that. So. Right. You're right. You're right. I don't. Yeah. Know. I mean, I I, I like. But she knows Harrelson. he's there. Yeah. She she's familiar with. Uh, she knows the situation. I think she knows. It's there, but yeah, doesn't hear it. I think. Okay. I'll watch it, but I, I, for me personally, I, I won't go to the theater. That won't be my first movie back in the theater. I don't think. So yeah. that's just that's just me. I know you're a big Venom fan, and you like the, the character. I just think I, I like the character. I just think it yeah. could be done better if it was in the Marvel universe. Let them let them do it. So that's all. Yeah. Are you excited? I assume you're excited. Me. Yeah. Yes. Nick. Yeah. 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 I very much enjoyed the first one. Um, you know, I I think part of it too was, and this is not taking away from that movie. I thought it was fine. It wasn't one of the best movies you're ever going to see, but it was fine. Also, the bar was so low because the other time that they rolled out Venom on the big screen, it was Topher Grace, and it was horribly yeah. done in a no. really yep. shitty Spider-Man three movie. So mm-hmm. um, the bar was pretty low. I was just really happy that they, you know. That it was a decent movie, so I, I did I did enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to the second one. I will watch the first one eventually. Go ahead, Dean. What do yeah. you think? Um, well, like I said, I, I it looked it looked good enough for me to uh, uh, borrow the first one from Nick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're right, Brian. The the Sony movies are not even. That's it's almost like they're try, trying to compare the DC. To Marvel and, and you know the MCU, yeah, just doesn't quite do it. Like they had the trailer at uh, Mortal Kombat today. They had the trailer for the next phase, where it showed a little bit of clips yeah. from each movie coming up and mm-hmm. the dates. So is it the very end? Says see at the theaters, you know, or whatnot. But yeah, all those, even the trailers, are just 
some of the properties I don't uh, even, I've never even heard of, like uh, the Eternals or uh, the Shang-Chi, I believe it is. No, yeah. uh, the legend of the yeah. Ten Ring or something. That's rings right, or, Ten Rings. Yeah. Yep. I don't, I don't know anything about those rather than some of the other, you know, stuff I've looked up about them. There's toys coming out. for that already out yeah, in the stores, eh? Like, I yeah. was in Target, and I'm like, what is this? Like, <laughs> But the trailers make them look good. Yeah. Uh, did, did you go go watch it? Have you seen the Shang-Chi trailer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did, on its own? Yeah. I've, full trailer? I, I've only yep. seen the, the little bit of it that was okay. in the Marvel rollout thing. I don't think I've actually seen the whole it looks awesome. full trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely. I will go to the theater to see that. I think that comes out in September. So, and yeah, he I'll fights. He fights the actual Mandarin. So you might remember from Iron Man three, they had the imitation Mandarin. Guy was like putting on a front that he was the Mandarin, but he really wasn't. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but th- in this one here, he fights the actual Mandarin, and the Mandarin some, has some type of mystical powers with his ten rings on every, you know, ring on every finger. So that's where the ten rings comes from. So yeah, it looks it looks that's very, why very Mr. good. That's why Mister T was so powerful. Yeah, not many people rings. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's right. That's right. Okay. Pitted a fool with nine rings. That's no. right. That's right. Well, he he lost one before that last fight against Rocky, and well, look what happened. That's right. Yep. Yeah. What else is powerful, Dean? Um, I, there's a lot of things powerful in this universe, Brian. But I think mm-hmm. nothing more than that is the 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 security that you have, knowing that you're insured, that knowing mm-hmm. that that if you're if you dr- get out there in your car. You're you're safe. You're in, you're you're insured, and you know mm-hmm. what a, a good way to insure uh, your car, home, or even your life. Tell Blake us, Insurance. Blake mm-hmm. Insurance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Blake Insurance. Geez, let me tell you about this. Um, I take a lot of pride in this because not only is he one of my good <clears throat> friends, but he insures me. He insures my car. Uh, Blake Insurance is an Erie Insurance Agency located. Right here in Barberton, Ohio, they offer, like I said, auto, home, renters, business, or once again, life insurance. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. Call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. And if he talks fast, it might be like four and a half minutes. So, you know, roll roll the dice. Give it a shot. Aaron Blake is truly the hero that we all deserve. That's right. That's right. I, I'd like to use the phrase, not all uh, heroes wear capes, but he, for some reason, actually does wear a cape a lot. But I think that's a personal choice. It just kind of suits him. Yeah, It does. So Aaron can ensure a lot of things, but I don't know mm-hmm. that he can ensure us that uh, he can protect us from movies over time that did not hold up too well. So we were talking about that just on our own, I think on a, on a prior episode guys, or maybe, maybe it's just something I was interested in. I don't know, but it was something that we talked. So we thought tonight we would uh, talk about some of those movies, anything else we feel like we'd be getting into whatever. But uh, so, yeah. So the topic uh, again, it, movies that didn't hold up well over time for whatever reason. Maybe 
The subject matter was not uh, the best if they were made recently. Maybe some of the jokes, jokes they couldn't get away with. Yeah, some of the uh, you know uh, racial implication, whatever. So right. Uh, and then maybe some movies that we think, you know what, this did hold up well over time for whatever reason, some, you know, that you watched growing up or otherwise that, uh, you know, we did enjoy. So that's what we thought, kind of, uh, thought we'd talk about uh, tonight here, guys. So, um, Nick, any movie that you have that comes to mind that liked it maybe when you were younger? Go back and watch it today. It's like, eh, it doesn't have to be the whole movie, certainly. Maybe there's just some things here and there in right. the movie that's like, ah, yeah. makes me a little uneasy to watch some of this stuff in today's world with uh, experience and everything else. So go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, I think I may have the first one that jumps out at me that was a movie that I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I recently went back and watched it, and there were some things that jumped out at me. Um, we were talking about it, and we were discussing the uh, on Disney Plus the Mighty Ducks TV show. So the original Mighty Ducks movie, um, you know, when it, when it came out, I was a kid, and uh, it was a cool, feel-good sports movie. Um, I enjoyed it very much, but there's a lot of things upon going back and, and revisiting that movie. Um, uh, there was definitely some jokes that you would not make now, especially in a child's movie. Um, there right. were some, I don't want to, definitely some, some racially charged or involved uh jokes that you definitely would not say in a child's movie um and i well, think even I look at the it beginning of it already like the in, start yes, of the movie the reason that he's coaching these kids at all is he's made to out of community service gordon bombay that is emilio estevez it's a community service for her uh, dui Again, probably not something you would throw into a kids' movie today and base the entire well, I mean, fucking well, thing why on. Wouldn't you, Nick? I mean, but you get. I mean, you you drive drunk. You 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 put the society in danger. <laughs> Let's give it a bunch of kids to play with. That yeah, seems right. like a good idea. Yes. He's clearly uh, not great at making adult decisions. So let's put him in charge mm-hmm. of a bunch of troubled youth that are right. just. But playing street hockey in the middle of the park and, you know, wreaking havoc on, you know, let's, I'm sure he'll turn him around, which feel enter feel good story. He in fact does, but yeah. And I in mean, turn, uh, he turned it's, it's a, himself around. He did. He taught, he learned more about himself perhaps than even those children did. And they all grew together. It's a beautiful thing. No. And then not only that, but like also, you know, when I first saw the movie, I don't remember exactly what year it came out. I want to say it was like 90, 92 or 93. I don't know exactly when the first Mighty Ducks movie came out. I was pretty young, though, and that was probably one of my earlier exposures uh, to hockey. Now, the hockey fan in me... Now you're exposed to your, uh, all the time. That's right, constantly. Uh, while watching Disney Plus, for some reason. No. Um, no, I... Um, <laughs> 92. The hockey... The ninety was it ninety two? Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I would have been like four years old when that first came out. So uh, now the adult hockey fan in me is just livid watching this movie because the shit that they do, and it's like there's so many problems with the infamous flying V, and there's so many problems with like the time, the type of shit that they pull off in those games that would never work 
It's just ridiculous. It's not in, in no realm of possibility at any level of hockey. I don't care how young the kids are. This stuff is not possible. And it's just so, you know, ridiculous. I mean, I get that it's a movie and we suspend, you know, our, uh, you know, belief in certain things for film sometimes for well, the sake yeah. of a story. The but majority it's, of the it's films over you the watch, top. You have like, to, <laughs> but the, the majority of things you watch, uh, you have to suspend disbelief and go with that. I mean, it's not really how it would happen. I mean, because right. that, well, that brings me to my movie, uh, Debbie Does Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's just certain things in that movie that that just you know, like you know what? I mean, there's no, I mean, that, there's no way she's swallowing that whole thing. I mean, it, it's just it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So you think there were special effects in that? <laughs> what CGI? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the CGI cock before, and I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> No right, way, that one's not even ahead. on the same planet as mine. There's no way that one's real. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hey, Never seen one like that get before. That big. I keep watering mine and trying to pull it. It, it doesn't get that big. It's bigger than a thumb. It has to be fake. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Dean, what's what's one of your movies, sir? Um. Uh. Well, I I'd like to uh, come up with something different than what we've already touched on before, but Revenge of the Nerds is like the king of that right now. Um, I yeah. Mm-hmm. The hero rapes a girl at the end. Uh, there is once again homophobic, racial jokes that would never fly. Shouldn't have even flown then. Let I mean, let's just say that. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have flown then, and it definitely wouldn't fly now. And the once again, it, 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 the the making fun of just uh, the nerds and the bullying and. Yeah, in today's society, that would definitely not have flown. And we'll always go back to the, the dude raped a chick. Uh, and you were supposed to be okay with it and happy that it happened. That is the scene that what was they want to enlist out of you is, is joy that mm-hmm. he finally got his girl. Well, she's asleep and he's going to fuck her, but he finally got her. Come on. Well, he wore the mask. Remember that? That's what it was. Right. <laughs> he he put on a Darth Vader mask. Oh, yeah, mask, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right? And she thought that it was her boyfriend. Right. Then they had sex, and then he took the mask off, and she's like, oh, you're that nerd, and he was such a good lover that she enjoyed it, and First of all, then they her got boyfriend together. was on, like, a football team, and he's mm-hmm. on the, what, 110 pounds soaking wet? She can't tell the difference of the body lying <laughs> on top of her? That's right. What kind of fucking idiot is she? And the logic was at the end, like, how are you so good? And he's like, the jocks, all they think about is uh, sports. All us nerds ever think about is sex. So obviously that means we're fantastic at sex because that's all we think about. But <laughs> we, we have zero experience at it. Right. But we're it's good at it because that's all we mm-hmm. think about. Yeah, that whole movie was just... And first of all, that premise yeah. is bullshit, and I'm living proof. That, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Megan has provided a, a testimony. That's true. As well. I'm... Yes. We, I had, I've, I've taken it off the page several times. It keeps going up there. How bad you are. And the I'm administrator like, has this is once not... again removed your comment. Nobody asked. Yeah. He just wants to let everybody yeah, know. This, I am this is horrible. not the place for this, please. I, I have to, I'll have to ban her next time because it just, I can't keep every day 
taking I mean, down it, insults of you. And but. and the words, you know, sticks and stones, you know, the words, they do hurt, but especially mm-hmm. when she draws the stick figures to illustrate, yeah. it's just... That's right. Yeah, it's it's pretty graphic. It's painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but you're right. That movie is just riddled with all kinds of, of issues. You're right. So, the you know, the jocks picking on the nerves. Okay. Mm. I could live with that. It was okay, the 80s. You know, okay, I could live with yeah. that. But some of that just got... So cruel, and t- when they go in and trash the house and ransack the house and put the pigs in there, and they, they're just trying to have a party, and then they make fun of the the bigger girls and stuff, and just right. calling them pigs, and oh my god, just all that stuff, and like just super, super mean and cruel, and like you say, the rape scene at the end, and then during the that's, that's you know how they get even with the jocks during the movie. They go in and plant the cameras in the girl's house to spy on them, right. changing and going and showering and all that stuff. And then they do the panty raid thing, which, eh, okay, that's 70s, 80s thing, 60s, whatever. But, yeah, just... Well, speaking, of the, sh- speaking of the shower scene, there's another movie, Porky's. Porky's had some uh, things yeah. that wouldn't quite hold up. So what are you guys talking about? This all just sounds like the good old days, like when boys <laughs> could just be boys, just boys being boys, you know and what? having a little fun before that... cancel culture came along Brian, Brian and ruined everything. Once he gets mm-hmm. boys on the head. Yeah, a... That is interesting that you say this. The it's good like, old days. Yeah, and it's it's just a different it's a different thing anymore. You're right. It's just a lot of younger teenage in my generation, unfortunately, there was a lot of that stuff that was like the the, the younger guys. It was definitely yeah, to more prove how straight you were women. by harassing the opposite sex. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> sticking your stuff di- sticking your dick through walls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Porky's was a whole other thing. You're right. So the guys, yeah. So they had a routine. They would go in and underneath the they found out that shower. They could, they with could the, open with the, the hole in the shower so they could and spy, spy on the, the women. girls. Yep. Right. And then, of course, they realized it and they thought it was funny that they were getting spied on. And, you know, I, mean, I guess they got revenge, you know, the, you know, whatever. The teacher came in and caught him and all that stuff. So, caught him. She grabbed his yeah, dick. You're the right. teacher, <laughs> the adult yeah. in the movie, grabs the child's cock. That's the revenge. So yeah, <laughs> to say it didn't yeah. hold up, yeah, I, I don't. I that, think that's about right. Well, that scene was kind of funny, but I did I did like I mean, after well, the fact funny. that they were, I mean, they were joking about having a lineup. The majority of uh, inappropriate humor. So a, yeah. a lot of this I find funny, but still wouldn't hold up. And I at least know that it's inappropriate. Just because I'm yeah. laughing, that doesn't mean I don't understand that it's not appropriate. Yeah. How many horny teenagers in high school back in those days just sat with their boners pressed up against the wall going, I know someone's going to come touch it if I leave it here long enough. Right. Well, and you think about... That's actually how I met Brian. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> Mr. That's Fisher! Right. Uh! That's right. That's right. Eerily similar. <laughs> well, you think about it, Porky in that movie, so you, you look at it. Here was a guy that was running a, a bar. Mm-hmm. An adult bar, teenage kids come in, he kicks them out of there, whatever, if I remember correctly, throws them out because they're underage and he messes with them. And then to get revenge on Porky, they tear down the whole bar, basically. Yeah. Well, his I think his, his brother was a sheriff and he messed up his car and stuff like that. So he was kind of a mean guy, but to get to get revenge, they, they wrecked the whole bar and tear it completely apart down to the ground. 
with patrons I mean, in it, I believe. Murder, terrorism. I mean, there's a lot of things those kids are going to be charged with. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. All right. So yeah, two movies today. If they if they remade, they would have to do. They probably wouldn't even remake Porky's. Yeah. You know uh, what other movie? The Nose, uh, maybe. Go ahead, Nick. Require that had a uh, a lot of bullying in it. That to this day still shakes me to my core. The Star Wars Christmas special. When oh. they go into that little I thought boy's you were going to say your, the your little home video. Room, oh yeah, the, the troopers. And they tear the bantha head off of that little that little Wookiee's bantha. Unacceptable. Just mm-hmm. unacceptable. Still to this day it cuts me deep. Yeah, that was a crazy cruel thing. Some people compared that to like the troopers were almost like Nazis almost yeah. portrayed. It in was the, in that. bullying is what it hold was. On, hold on. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait a second. So you guys, what you guys are trying to say is with the bullying and the Nazism of these troopers, you found the most offensive. Do you remember that B Arthur fucking sang in that thing? Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. She watered a man's head. <laughs> also, yeah, right. yeah, that yeah. is the most offensive thing about that movie. Well, and it's and poor Harvey Corman. His what they made him do is horrible as well. I mean, he did what he could. Yeah, you you, you need to work, man. You need to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? Uh, American Beauty. Um, you would imagine I've seen, that? seen it recently. <laughs> You but it's recently. I have not seen it recently. Okay, so the premise was so that the main thing is so Kevin Spacey is a dad. Yes, he has his girl is in high school, right. sixteen and years her, old. She has a friend that he mm-hmm. is interested cheer- in inappropriately. Right. Yes, a cheerleader friend who's also sixteen years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife are having trouble, so he decides I'm going to make myself feel better. Starts working out. Gets himself together, yet he, the entire movie, he is lusting after this underage girl, and he's got to be in his forties in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he finally gets to. There's a moment where they had it was like really strange. I think he finally caught himself. Like this is not. This is bad. I can't actually go through with this, but still. She was the catalyst for him to get into shape and feel better about himself because he just wanted to be attractive. The, there's to a lot of in us. some way. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stories like that, though. Like a lot of different <laughs> movies. You know, that look at the uh, was it the freshman with uh, Dustin uh, Hoffman? Oh yeah, Mrs. Uh, with Mrs. Robinson, where that yeah. song came from. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the graduate, that, the graduate, the graduate. graduate. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, all that is is the roles reversed. You have. You know, so sure. the the girl is underage and the guy's older, but if the woman's older and the kid's underage, you know, look at Stifler, uh, Stifler's mom and uh, Shipwreck right. from American sure. Pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody finds that uh, weird or inappropriate. Well, that's it's, the double standard we have is where we we treat. You know, it's it's the same thing. Like a, if a guy sleeps with a bunch of girls, that's awesome. But if a girl sleeps with a bunch of guys, then you know that's a problem or, you know, she has a reputation, which is completely unfair that, you know, sure. Both, both genders can enjoy sex and, 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 you know, it doesn't have to be, it's just the way society has always kind of, you know, pitted those things. And that whole Lolita, uh, that whole Lolita story of the older guy and the younger girl has been around for 
you know, since the beginning of storytelling, really. Sure. Yep. Yep. I was going to say, they Nick, did it Nick, in a you tasteful way, though. Go ahead. What's that? I, just, I was just saying that I thought they did it in a tasteful way. I mean. In The Graduate? No, 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 no. American, or American Beauty. Beauty. Oh, well, American. in American Beauty, okay. I think that was kind of the thing of the movie. I mean, it was supposed to be messed up, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it was um, just and then kind look what of happens a... him at the end too. He gets killed by the homophobic yeah, neighbor who right. turns out to be gay himself. Right. Yes. He comes in and kills him. Yep. 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 All right. That's well, fair. yeah. Well, also homophobic. So a lot of homophobic humor. Over time, you know, became inappropriate. You already mentioned Revenge of the Nerds. That was right. that was in there. How they portrayed the uh, the one kid over the top, completely, even down to. <laughs> Remember, by the way, in Revenge of the Nerds, we put the, the javelin, javelin. <laughs> and the javelin was limp as he's running. With and it. it was like, yeah, it, it it travels farther with the limp wrist. They even right. made that joke, and he kind of threw it like, oh my god, it, it was the whole thing was terrible. But anyway. Uh, we, we, we that storyline alone would have Max puts it on top there. <laughs> yeah. And the Asian kid with a terrible, terrible Asian accent. Oh my God, it's terrible. Anyway, uh, we could talk about Revenge of the Nerds uh, for quite a lot longer. But uh, speaking of homophobic humor, we talked about this movie recently that Nick has not seen, and maybe you know who knows, maybe for the better. But uh, Police Academy. Yeah. So uh, different stuff in that movie. You know, kind of pushing it a little bit. Also, some of the same juvenile type humor with women and stuff like that. But the one of the jokes in that movie they kept coming back to is they kept tricking the police academy guys would keep tricking the captain, the mean captain and all that to show up in the Blue Oyster gay bar. Right. And that was like their punishment to get go into a gay bar. And it was just. You know, gay guys in there, and the, the joke was then they would they play this dance music, and these big tough gay guys, like biker looking guys, would get up and make them kind of dance with them and stuff like that. So that was a running joke throughout that movie to again to punish them, to put them in a, a gay bar with gay guys right. was a form like, of that's uh, punishment. the worst thing you could do to somebody. Right. Exactly. But I, I guess if you're looking at the storyline, it it is more. It, it's showing what kind of shittiness Harris was. I, yeah, I think it was just sure. showing that you know, for for Harris, the the worst thing he, he could be is is around gay guys. Once again, it doesn't yeah. make it right, but I think that's where they were coming from. Is it was just yeah. it was highlighting what kind of an awful piece of, piece of shit he was. And there was some racial stuff in there oh, as yeah. well. Like the one guy was like ready to, to say some pretty bad uh, racial comments until he saw Bubba Smith, and you know he. You know, realize mm-hmm. that there's a big black guy. I better keep my mouth shut and all that. But still, some of the stuff he was about to say, he was about to use the N word, I believe, oh, yeah. in the movie, and he stopped himself when he saw a big black guy standing there. It's like, really? Yep. You know, I don't know. So some of that stuff, hmm. yeah. So blazing saddles. You know what? I actually, I was going to bring that up. So, do you find that offensive today, or do you find that good comedy? Um. Okay. One, I find a good comedy. Two, I don't find it offensive because of out, out of the tone and, and the purpose of which it was being uh, Correct. portrayed and written. Right. Mel Brooks was the least bigoted person in the world. Um, in the world? Okay. 
in his house. <laughs> his son, huge racist. In no, the world. Um, no, th- but I mean, he's the the way that movie was written. It was showing the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and and the bigotry of the the Western Front people, and and you know, pointing at that and show business too, given whatever joke you know they were telling at the time. But they, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you're right. So I think so. That's one of my favorite movies still of all time. Uh, I agree with you. So we've asked you this before, Nick. Now you have not seen Blazing Saddles. Is that correct? No bits and pieces, okay. but no, I've never. You will not. Seen like, he would not like it. Really? If he didn't, no, I don't think so. Well, so they use so what are, they use the N word throughout this entire movie, Nick. It's set in the Old West. Okay. Okay. But it's used to show the ridiculousness of using the word, and they the. Uh, the bad guys are the dumb Westerners who are racist and using the term and putting down uh, uh, black people and other races and all of that, trying to keep. And then the hero of the movie is a guy that becomes a uh, he's a black guy, Cleavon Little, terrific actor in this movie with Gene Wilder, one of Gene Wilder's greatest movies mm-hmm. of all time. Uh he becomes the hero of the movie, so it shows the the, the craziness That's of racism. Yeah, okay. Just, so many great lines in that movie. Now, at the end of the movie, yeah, you got the yeah, the, the show dancing, and they kind of oh, make fun God. of gay guys a little bit, but. You know that's that's could be maybe that that would probably be redone a little differently. They would take although, it out. Although the big tough guys, which was funny though too, some of the big tough guys wind up going, you know, uh, you know, hooking up with some of the gay guys as well, which right. is which is interesting. But but I mean, first of all, I mean, it's just a horrible way to end the movie. Yeah, that could have it been made better. it made no sense. It's like they gave up and go, uh, let's just do a dance number. Well, they ride off in the sunset together. Actually, they drive off in the sunset together. Right. Is how yeah, it really I, ends, I, I but, always yeah, hated but, that the end of that movie. Yeah, I, I like the whole fight scene is great. You could, oh, yeah, you, you could have got around the, the, the dance yep. thing. Yeah, but anyway, I, I think it still holds up in that respect in the, in this in how the racism was portrayed. I agree in that movie. You know, now some and, people like I think if Nick watches it, Nick might be offended. It it really if you're you if you're not expecting it, it really it's oh, like yeah, it's, whoa. It's, it's just like they I mean, they just boom, they they use the word immediately. It's like you and, would go in a time machine to the nineteen to the eighteen fifties. Yeah. And the, yeah. you know, that because I guarantee you they were um liberally throwing that word word oh, yeah. around. Richard yeah. Pryor helped write that movie by he helped write that screenplay back then. No, oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. With Mel Brooks, absolutely. Okay, that's a couple I uh, uh Nick, do you have another one that comes to mind? We've been doing a lot of talking here. Uh, not that fits in with what we're talking about, but <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, I wouldn't, I, I can only speak to this not aging as an adult. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of the things that, you know, you mentioned off the top, things that didn't age well. So you saw these when you were younger, perhaps in some cases when you were a child, and then you go back and watch it again and go, oh, I love this movie when I was a kid. And then you go watch it and you're like, this is really bad. bad Like it was really bad. Or something. Yeah, so what do you you got? Sure. So uh, all my life, I had heard from people older than me. Oh my God. What? Your whole life. Oh, oh, you're, sorry. Oh, my whole life is, yeah. I get confused. Um, 
my whole life I heard from people older than me that, you know, oh my god, you've never seen the Goonies. You've never seen the Goonies. The Goonies is great. The Goonies <laughs> is the best. You've never seen the Goonies? <laughs> That's true. I had not seen the Goonies until I was uh-huh. about 25 years old and I saw the Goonies. Yeah. And I was so upset. A 25-year-old should not watch that Exactly, right. Yeah. There's something that to be you said should, Your first time should not be at 25. But I've yeah. also seen movies that I saw as a kid and that I even appreciate on a different level. That I'm like, oh, I, yeah, this is really good. But that is definitely a movie that if you saw The Goonies as a child and you enjoyed yeah. it, you need to keep it there. And if you yeah. haven't seen it since mm-hmm. you were a kid, do not bother because it's dog shit. Hot, You're right. hot dog shit. And I'm That's guessing that movie. I would feel There's not even the anything visually about, cool in it. Yeah. Jingle Sorry. all the way. Mm-hmm. I think I think that I am past You're going to sit age. here and defend no. a movie that throws around the N-word and then come at me for Jingle All the Way? Are you no, no, serious no, no, right no, now? No, 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 listen, listen. I think that I am too old for it. Mm-hmm. I think if I, if, if I would, um, if I would have watched it when I was a child, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a thing when I was a child, but if, if it would have been and I watched it then, I think I would maybe uh, enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think watching it now, I'm going to get any sort of enjoyment out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and once again, one of those movies that probably doesn't hold up, you know, because of the uh, overt racism that I assume there is in there. <laughs> I, once again, I've never seen it. I, I, just, uh, I just assume that it's just I, I think I recall, racism. I think I recall, Dean, Schwarzenegger yeah. uses that word to Sinbad Almost as much as the entire Blazing Saddles movie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He actually, if I remember in his, I could be wrong. In his script, in the script, he, uh, it wasn't even in there. He just, just improvised. Really? Yeah. I will not sit here yeah. and have you two knuckleheads sully the good name of <laughs> Governor Schwarzenegger like this on my podcast. My podcast. <laughs> Unacceptable. Uh, all right, and, and and certainly there's there's moments in different movies that the movie itself is okay, but some of the moments are like, eh. Are you like, talking Goonies? Uh, now, nah, Goonies, I agree with you. That that's that's as, I as soon too. as a kid, leave it there. I I agree yep. with you there. I, I I have I I think I watched it in my forties, maybe with Peyton once. I was kind of like, yeah, I probably should. Right. You know, it was her first time, so that was that was okay. Um, but some of these movies like. Um, uh, Ace Ventura. Okay, mm. most of the movie, in my opinion, pretty oh, funny. The, I see what you're going to. Okay. Jim Jim Carrey is mm-hmm. funny in this movie. Okay, but if you remember correctly, the everything ends to where uh, the villain is a transvestite, mm-hmm. and remember she turns it turns her around, and it's you know it's tucked in the the panties, and you can see everybody that kissed her. <laughs> Is they're digging throw- into my gun. Yeah, they're throwing. Your gun up is and- digging into my hip. Yeah, exactly. So it's just the whole joke of yeah, that's true. We were kissing a guy and stuff like that. So that probably wouldn't be done. It would not have ended that way today. And the fact that, that they made today. The joke of, of of the the she was tucking everything yeah. back and and they bent her over and exposed her to the <laughs> entire right. for for yes. the joke. Right. That definitely is not uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, the movie was pretty good. But if it, if it didn't have sure. that moment, you you could you could get by with that one today. And then, and again, uh, it's uh, been a while since I've seen it. There might be some yeah. other things in there. <laughs> they pro- I was going to say it's that you can put a maybe a poke at. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. 
But are there yeah. some things like Dumb and Dumber? Probably you could point out some things that are just like could be seen as horrific. But when it's called Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. you know that they're idiots. It's not like well, the idiots are going to be uh, uh, proper people. So I've seen that one many, many times throughout yeah. different stages of life, and maybe I'm just because I've seen it so much and I'm so from. But I'm, I'm like, I wonder, is there anything in mind that you have for Dumb and Dumb? No, like, it's just would... one of those. I think it's one of those where you have the, uh, like, if you're looking at Ace Ventura, it's another one of those kind of quote unquote dumb humor movies. Okay. It just kind of popped yeah. in my head that would kind of follow the natural yeah. order. Because the thing I thought that it could have the thing I always liked about that joke is I felt like the jokes were obviously they're stupid, but they were done in a really clever way. Yes, like uh, little subtle things. I always liked the one right off the top where he's taking the girl to the airport and he goes, "Beautiful accent. Where are you from?" She goes, "Austria." And he goes, "Ah, Austria, beautiful country." Throw another shrimp on the bob. Like that he's so dumb that he doesn't understand that it's not Australia or I don't know. There's just little jokes they made that again were not super brilliant, but they were clever. They they taped the uh, the parrot. Yeah, the parrot said, and gave it to a blind kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty bird, can you say pretty bird? Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, like I said, it might be one of those ones where just I'm too close to it that I've seen it so many times that you know, even though society and, and the things that we perceive to be okay and not okay has evolved, that you've consistently seen this movie all throughout your life, and maybe I just you know I'm too close to it and I've missed things, but I could I struggle to think of to find anything with that particular movie um all right let's keep going on that topic then so we talked yeah. about some movies that didn't hold up well over time yeah. so mm-hmm. what are some in your opinion that you have watched for many years that you believe listen i watched this years ago i still enjoy it today yeah albeit there could be a couple things that eh, may be questionable a little bit but still today love the movie and yeah, there you have it. So it holds up well for you. Obviously, Nick Jingle all the way. We know it's your favorite movie. That's from yes, a, of course a long it does. Time ago. So any other movies, Nick, that come to mind that do hold up well for you, view after view? Um, I would say, and this is not from a joking manner, but just from the sense of it was a child's movie, and I liked it as a child. It is a movie that I enjoyed, but one now that my children each got into way more than I ever did. And watching it as an adult, I appreciate it more and more all the time. Every time I watch it is uh, the nightmare before Christmas. Mm. Absolutely. Um, It came out when I was a kid. I found it fascinating. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Mm -hmm. Good movie, right? Yeah. Um, And then revisited uh, Lane, both Lane and Oliver when they were around uh, respectively, when they were each around two, three years old, they it was like their favorite thing. I think it's because the animation mm-hmm. is different than what kids are used to seeing today. It, it captures them, that, that stop animation. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs are brilliantly done. The storyline is just brilliant. It's a, it's a great um, lesson or, or, you know, metaphor story for people, you know, just um, going through life, wishing, you know, that maybe things were different. And, you know, this, this guy, this character, Jack Skellington, seems like he would have it all. If you the were moral of the story is stay Halloween in your lane, motherfucker. But, right? Yeah. He tries to, he wishes for more things or something mm-hmm. different. And, you know, and not only that, but just the, the music of it. Uh, mm-hmm. So many little 
minute details of the movie. I'm just blown away by the effort and the dedication that went into making the movie, all the details. I just think it's very clever and well done and creative and smart. And um, so that's one that, yeah, it's I upon watching it with each of my children at different you know stages, uh, it seems like every time I watch that movie, I pick out something else that I'm like, wow, that's that's really cool or you know this was really really clever or well done um but other than that i mean um as far as like comedies there's a lot of things i think i struggle more to find things that didn't hold up because at a certain point if i watched it and didn't like it anymore i don't really i just kind of i don't watch it anymore i stopped kind of thinking about it but all of my classic favorite comedies and things like that that i liked i mean the wayne's world movies uh you know Weird Science, actually, I'd have to go back. I'm sure it, Weird Science is an 80s movie. It's one of my favorite mm. comedies oh, yeah. of all. Me too. But I'm sure there's stuff in Weird Science that you're like, eh, no. Right. There's eh. got to be. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there, I'm, there's got to be, right? I don't know. Yeah. It, I, that would, you know, by the way, Tim Burton is probably, that might be his best film right there. Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Words, yeah, word science is definitely one of my favorites as well. I mean, yeah, it, it is strange they Maybe. create a woman, but th- nothing ever happens. They think they think something's going to happen, but when they're put in that situation, they they freeze up. Although there was a weird scene where she kisses, tries to teach him to kiss, and it's like, eh, clearly he's it's a thirty year old right. woman. These guys are <laughs> teenagers. That was kind of weird. Yeah, but o- other than that, she they realize that we can't be with her. We gotta, and she just becomes more the mentor. That's yeah. when the movie gets better to me. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of great stuff in that movie. And some of the bullying is pretty bad, but they definitely yeah. get by Robert Downey Jr. By the way, is one of his yes. first movies. Yeah. Uh, but they definitely get theirs, you know, showed up and you know to respect yeah. the the kids are picking on and stuff like that. But and anyway. that's true. And if anything, in some ways, she kind of teaches them how to treat women. You know what I mean? She yes, that's right. Teaches right. them a little bit. I mean, because yeah. they're they have no experience with women at all. Right. They just admire them and <laughs> don't know how to. You know, they've not been. Uh, I don't know what popular enough or been around enough uh, girls to have experience with any of them. Um, I think you just described the three them. of us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Have you guys Coleman? ever thought about one of his first movies? Go yeah, ahead. yeah, Chet. probably. Chet. Yeah, Chet. Yeah, Chet mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. yeah. Were you gonna ask Nick? Oh, I was gonna ask if anybody thought about uh, bringing out a computer so we could make a girl to that would teach us what what our Ooh. ladies might like. Yeah, that would be well, very beneficial. What is your What is your first feature? You're You're gonna add into this the girl. I, you know that that scene. By the way, I liked that scene when they were taking magazine clippings and feeding them into the computer, mm-hmm. and it was she was taking on some of those traits. And they had the stuff they were putting in there was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, they had the the model, so her face was a model. Yeah, the lips. Then they had right. Beethoven. I remember they put David Lee Roth yeah, in there, and it was right. like so that would you know that it was that was that was yeah they made cool her scene. like like some of the things that they liked, but also like yeah. they wanted to make her smart and intelligent and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff yeah yeah so. good stuff all right yeah good yep. one that's definitely a good one uh, Dean what do you have one do you have one that's held up well for you over time uh, let's see um, you know what I I think that I will go and it some find it cheesy. Uh, some some don't like it at all. I've heard p- plenty of people say they don't like it, but I'm going to say Field of Dreams hmm. will always hold up for me. Um, there's nothing offensive about it. There's nothing. It is is wholesome. I think they say damn in the movie. I think that's about yep. the, the hardest uh, they go. But to mm-hmm. me, that 
that's just one of those movies that no matter when it's playing, what time, um, at what point in the movie, I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. To me, that will always hold up. Yeah, and, and the core of that is the love of his father, right? That's Well, right? It, it is the love of his father, but it's it's told through the love of baseball. Yeah. Which which is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the love of the father is told through what <clears throat> the father was trying to teach him to love, but he never did. You know, it I mean, it's almost that he loves baseball because he feels bad about how his him and his father left and yeah, it's it's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very quotable well, also. Sure, absolutely. Of course. Uh one of my favorites that Moonlight I can watch. Graham. What's right. that? I'm just reciting. Go ahead. Uh one of my favorites of all time that uh, turned uh, 35 years old last summer, uh Back to the Future. Uh absolutely. I can go back and watch that movie I've watched that movie a ton over time. I still the first one. Now the 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 second and third, yeah, I mean they're good. The mm. second one gets a little weird. The third like one, the one gets yeah, the third one gets better with the old west. I do like all of that. Oh wow, but, you like the third one over the second? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the second one gets too but too, too many turns and just See, I like I, that I, weird time travel mix yeah. up type thing. That's that's yeah. my bag there. But the, the the first one to me is is the best. They'll never beat the first one. It's just the well, sure. I start to finish. It's a great story, uh, you know. Did great you ever, acting. Michael J. Fox all, is terrific. All throughout terrific the whole thirty five years that you watch it, Brian. Mm-hmm. At any point, did you kind of root for him to sleep with his mom? No. Okay. Let's just no. let's let's go forward. No. Too weird. Right. Although, although there is a there is a there is a, a video you can find on YouTube. This uh, this uh, comic troupe or somebody made a video okay. like that to where he was like tempted to actually go through with it, and then he had right. to keep sending. He had to send himself back again. And say, stop yourself this time from doing this. And so he's in the car with his mom, and his other self comes in to try to stop him, and then he winds up joining in. It's a whole weird. <laughs> it's it's funny. You know, but it is it is kind of is kind of strange. So, anyways, you know, like I said, just the, the, everything about that movie is fun. You know, the, yeah, the one scene's kind of weird. Was dad's peeping on his mom, and that's how they met originally. But that's just, you know, whatever. You know, no, other no, than that, I don't think it was on his mom though. Yes. No, his no, dad, no, it was it was a blonde girl that he was spying on, that he was peeping no, on. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. I think he was trying to peep on. Her Lorraine. and he fell. The rain. Yeah. He fell out of the tree. It got hit by the car, huh. and he I'd fell. Back, he fell out I, of the tree. Yeah, I thought he it fell, was somebody different. No, he was peeping on her. He fell out of the tree, and of course, Michael G. Fox shoved him out of the way. And he got hit by the car, and that's what sure. changed the whole the whole thing. But anyway, a lot of fun, great stuff. So that's when I can watch again and again. And another one for me is uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, nineteen eighty four. Yep. You know, I, the, the, you know, beyond the first part where Bill Murray is a professor or a researcher <laughs> or a hitting, hitting, hitting on co-eds. You know, right. you know, so that's kind of a strange way to start the movie. Other than that, though, a lot of fun. Love the yep. characters. Love the story. I go back and watch that movie 
every single year at the very least at around Halloween time. And I'm looking forward yep. to the, the new one coming out later this year. So I saw that for the first time at Carter's birthday party. Are you kidding? That was your and first what did you think? time. It was good. It was good. I mean, I couldn't really yeah. focus all the way because we were at a birthday sure. party. But it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. Uh, definitely okay. Rick Moranis is my favorite part of, of well, most movies that he's in. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's right. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. What, about, what about number two? Did you like number two? No. Horrible. Terrible. See, I, Awful. I, I think it is by and large garbage, except yep. it does have my favorite line of the of the all of the movies which is what when they're when they get reinstated and they turn on the the packs and they do it to music and it, um do re and then uh egon and just the look on harold ramus's face it's just i don't know yeah because ray says about. ray and then yeah i not funny when i say it now <laughs> But you know, the the one thing about that movie that drives me up a fucking wall every time I see it, the 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 logo of the movie. Okay, I get this. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> on the movie poster, it's yeah, the Ghostbusters logo. I mean, is it one of the greatest things in all of movie history? Absolutely. Whoever came up with that, fantastic. The ghost with the you know the slash and you know yeah no, I mean come on right. So the movie starts, and they're still using the classic logo. The movie poster logo had the ghost doing the two. Mm-hmm. Remember that, the two? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, on their uniform right, right. and on the car, it had they changed that. the fucking right. logo to the uh, ghost doing the two. Why, why would they Explain do that? The yeah. What in the world is happening? Right. Stop this immediately. This is one of the stupidest things I've seen in any movie ever. You would not change the logo of your business like that to to, to two because it's the sequel. None of it made any sense <laughs> What's at all. The sequel <laughs> because this they knew there was no movie, movie. The first one, yeah, right. yeah. Once that's <laughs> no once, sense. Once I see that in that movie, it I immediately just I I, I uh, just it, I take a turn. I can't. The, the the whole premise is stupid. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Right. So you said of all the Ghostbusters, how many are there? Two, not including. I mean, well, there's just two. Three, like if, you original... want to, if you if you want to count the uh, yeah. not universe girls version, I, I don't mean of all okay. the Ghostbusters I mean, movies. Yeah. Of all movies, that is one moment that pisses me off every time I see it. Okay, wow, yeah. there's two really? Ghostbusters Out of all yes. movies, and you're all watching movies. all the way. Not yeah, not not the huh. most. That's one that annoys me the most. One thing. You want to right. hear something else that's going to annoy you? I've never <laughs> seen that? a Back to the Future or Field of Dreams. <laughs> It's because you were. It's because you were still a stain in your dad's underwear when those movies came out. Yeah, I mean, I I get that because again, the first one was eighty five. It's not something that was you grew up with. So right. I would say though, to go back and watch those. The, the, the matter of fact, I think the trilogy is still on Netflix. There's you know, check those out. Great eighties. I just watched it. Uh, it's just good stuff. Yeah, this weekend I watched Back to the Future. Yeah, great stuff. Great summertime type movie, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. What about what about uh, uh, Beetlejuice? That's another one I can go back and watch I year after year and find that entertaining. Also, that's Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's yep. our, so the, between Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas and this one, it, he also did Batman guys. Well, yeah. Come on, it's good. It's good. That gets a little 
off the he rails. But actually, didn't have a lot to do with the making of the film Nightmare Before Christmas that because of Beetlejuice and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. So I guess he, the, you know, the character Jack Skellington is his. You know, the the meat and bones of the story was his and, creation. And they say okay. somewhere the movie, in every one of his movies, though. Jack Skellington is like makes an appearance, just like uh, uh, in Seinfeld. Superman is always in yeah. every episode, whether it be the mm-hmm. statue in his apartment, and if it's not, if the thing's not in his apartment, it's somewhere either super, Superman, the thing, the magnet, or a reference. But yeah. Superman is in every episode of uh, Seinfeld, and Jack Skellington, I guess, is in every movie of Tim Burton's. Hmm. Okay, that's fine. So, but Beetlejuice, though. Okay, Beetlejuice. Yep. I love Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Don't, don't nobody. We can't say it again, guys. We Michael know Keaton. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, it's the acting, terrific. Mm-hmm. Storyline is fantastic. Every, I mean, so many huge stars in that movie, and yeah. every every single one of them. It's just the the acting is inc- you, if you made that movie without some of those uh, actors, you could you could pick a couple of them. You, you, it, it, it wouldn't be as good of a movie. Yeah, as I don't know it who you'd, was. you'd. I don't know who you'd take out. I mean, I guess the uh, brunette uh, woman from the dinner party. Like you could take out like right some of the low. Yeah, right. Some like of the side characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but all the main characters. You, it's a terrific. Even Orthos terrific. is fantastic. Sure, absolutely, and the the story is so interesting and uh, unique. Right, so. Uh, yeah, ter- terrific movie. Again, that's another one that you know Peyton you loved that movie growing up. That we, we would watch that every year at Halloween time, and yeah, you know, still uh, one of my favorite. Is it weird that he's marrying an underage girl at the end of the movie again? No, uh, you know, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. No, because he's dead. It doesn't count. Right. Like it's, he's ah, like necrophilia. No, no, no the... it, right, exactly. Like he's like three hundred, four hundred some years old. Really? Yeah. He okay. lived the black plague. I had a really nice time with that. Yeah, to Juilliard. <laughs> that gets a little weird because you know is he trying to? Yeah, maybe he's just trying to. One hundred sixty-seven times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. So what do you think? You think I'm qualified? Yeah, great. Yeah, he's he's terrific in that movie. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Any other movies come to mind, guys? Hmm. I think you hit it out of the park with the uh, Be- Beetlejuice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not a bad one to to end on here Mm-mm. about that. So, and if you guys listening out there, if you have any comments, movies that you think did not hold up well, movies that you think did hold up well over time, if, you, if you're listening, watching, leave us a comment. Love to hear your opinion uh, on our page or email us, and we'll you know be happy to add your commentary out there to a future episode mm-hmm. to give you a shout out at the same time so yep. good stuff right and everybody can uh just like uh, brian's cousin everybody anybody really can ask and see if they want to be a guest if you agree with me all the time i mean mm-hmm. I, I think that's i think that's the level what we need to be looking at guys well that's is... why we haven't had anybody yet we can't find one mm. well but yeah but brian's cousin what about him that's true. That's the he only way he could get the... past the yeah, like... yeah, that's right. He did agree on the Martian Manhunter and Superman. He he did. Yeah. 
So we'll we'll it's definitely, not a high bar. We'll definitely you two are that. completely fucking wrong. So I did mean, you inform him that Martian Manhunter is only the most popular and powerful superhero of all time? I mean, did, did you just... uh, it, it, uh, Scott, <laughs> he he immediately brought up, and we didn't really get into it. And I thought about it kind of later in our debate. And he set. kept interrupting Brian, saying, telling him how much uh, dog shit Jingle All the Way was. Anyways, go mm-hmm. ahead, Brian. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, Scott said it's my last well, podcast. Doesn't ma- doesn't Martian ma- isn't he afraid of fire? Why doesn't why wouldn't Superman use his heat vision on him? I'm like, hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. See, this is this is where we need to you know have some information. Other, the other stat knowledge. man would have liked to. <laughs> well, we talked. We did talk about that, but we, yes, that's... we thought that he could. He did overcome his fear of fire eventually in the comics. And it's and, a and fear and of fire. It's a fear. It doesn't of fire. hurt him. He's just scared of it. It's just no. Right. Yeah. It's like my, oh no! My son right now, my five year old. Yeah. Every time he hears a fly, ah, afraid. Like, it's, yeah, can't hurt you, buddy. It's nothing to be afraid of. But he's he's afraid of it. So that's Martian Manhunter. He's afraid yeah. of fire. Mine's afraid so of like, like when you put fires, like chainsaws no-go. next to his head. Yeah. What a like, come on, man. Grow up. <laughs> All right, so we'll get we'll get him on at, at you know, maybe a future debate or something like that. Yeah, and we're yeah. talking. Yeah, and we may do one yet this, this how, evening. How long and have you another episode. How long have I known him? Mm-hmm. Is he? A, I'm asking. As in, is he a uh, by marriage or is he? I mean, your cousin cousin. He's my cousin cousin. He's my he's my uncle's uh, son. So we you know, we okay. share the same. So he he might have stories uh, of me. Uh huh. Nah, not really. Aww. Not really. It's probably the other way around a little bit, but uh, no, he's he's. Uh, I've known him his whole life. Okay, I've known him his whole life. So yeah, I was a senior in high school when she when he was born. So there's an old picture. I think it was still it was in the house for all these years. Me with my mullet, holding little baby Scott, you know, sitting in a chair at my uncle's house, <laughs> swaddling him in said mullet hair. That's right. <laughs> That What's that, awesome. baby? You cold? You cold? Yeah. Let me whip that thing yep. around there. Yep. And that's how he yep. did this. It just yep. came in and just swaddled him all in one false quote. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. And then in all the right, background, so, fucking yeah. Leonard Skinner played. Yep, that's right. Fog hat. <laughs> that's right. Yep. ACDC. Yep, something like that, I'm sure. Yep. All right, so we'll we'll wrap this one up, and then uh, if we have time, we'll come back and do a, a bracket episode and get that going as well. But uh, Nick, do you want to remind the folks where we can be found, sir? Uh, Please tell sure, us. I sure do, boys and girls. I would like you to search us up on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, search Convincing Idiots. We are on Instagram at Convincing underscore Idiots. We're on Twitter at Convincing Idiot with no S. Uh, we're on TikTok at Convincing Idiots there as well. Uh, we can always be reached via email. That's at convincingidiots at gmail.com. You can let us You're know so what dreamy. you think. <laughs> Thanks. You can email us and tell us tell us that if you like. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, we're also available wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts as well. You can go to our Convincing Idiots link tree, which the easiest way to find that is just to Google Convincing Idiots link tree. That'll have the links to everything all in one convenient place for you, hassle-free. Um, so please go check us out. Give us a like. Subscribe. Tell your friends if you enjoy tell it. Your mama. All that stuff. Tell your mother. Word to your mother. Mm-hmm. Please tell everyone you know. Uh, so for this episode of Convincing Idiots, uh, I am Nick. I'm Dean. I'm Brian. 
Have we convinced you to lie to us and say that you agree with Dean just to get on this show? Wait, what? Truth hurts. Hmm. Whatever.